Today is Monday, April 24th, 2023. Welcome to your Newsmax Daily. Hope you had a fantastic weekend doing the things you love to do. My wife and I ended up unintentionally celebrating Earth Day Saturday by doing some planting and yard work, you know, getting our hands in the dirt. A lot of Earth Day celebrations and record store day celebrations and events going on all over the country. Today is World Immunization Day, kicking off World Immunization Week, which was actually established back in 2012, way before the COVID pandemic, if that's what you're thinking. But it was established by the World Health Organization, aimed at educating and informing the public about vaccines as an effective way to protect people against diseases. On the food calendar today, April 24th is hashtag National Pig in the Blankets Day. Not the sausage rolled up in pancakes, pig in the blankets, but the mini hot dogs rolled up in puff pastry or bacon pig in the blankets. Either way, it's all good and enjoy. This week, heads up, is also a big earnings week on Wall Street. Many of the country's biggest companies, Coca-Cola, Amazon, Microsoft, Exxon, Chevron, and many, many more. A lot of airlines as well, Southwest, American, all reporting earnings. So strap in because it could be a very volatile week for your investments. In Washington, the biggest story of the week could be, and I cautiously say could be, President Biden's announcement that he's running for re-election, which I still don't think is going to happen. But the White House press corps is saying it could happen on Tuesday or maybe even Wednesday. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm only excited because I'll be surprised if he does. Meanwhile, more than a year and a half away from the 2024 presidential race, things continue to develop and heat up on the Republican side. Several potential Republican presidential candidates were in the key state of Iowa over the weekend. You may have seen this from some of the talking heads over the weekend or some of your local news. It's the annual presidential candidate forum hosted by the Faith and Freedom Coalition, including former Vice President Mike Pence and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Joe Biden and the radical left has created a blueprint on how to ruin America. I gotta tell you, not on my watch. Senator Scott recently launched an exploratory committee. President Trump, the front runner, according to all the polls, did not attend, but sent a video message. And we will make America great again. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis also did not attend the Iowa event because, number one, he's already gone to Iowa. Number two, he gave the keynote address at the Utah Republican Convention on Saturday. My view was I may have earned half the vote, but that entitled me to wield 100% of the executive power, and I intended to use that authority to advance conservative policies and to help my state. We would do that by governing on the basis of conviction, not putting our finger in the wind and trying to get ahead of wherever public opinion may blowing. I said going in, and to this day it's true, we have never taken a single poll about any issue about telling me what to do as governor. I don't think you govern by polls. A leader is not captive to what a poll may say. A leader gets ahead of public opinion. A leader sets out a vision. 
executes the vision and delivers results. And guess what? When you do that, people follow you and they have your back. And surprise, today, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is in Japan. We see a lot of opportunities to build on our business uh, and economic ties. DeSantis meeting with the Prime Minister of Japan. Now, what is this all about? How is he running Florida if he's in Japan? You know, people are going to be saying that today. Not that that's not valid, but that's politics. And I have to tell you, as a Floridian and a member of the media, I have seen and heard DeSantis speak on many different occasions for many different reasons. Major crime events, COVID, hurricanes, law enforcement, teachers, etc. So far... In the few appearances that he's made outside of the Sunshine State, he just doesn't seem to have that confidence and charisma that he's had over the past couple of years when holding news conferences in Florida or even having contentious uh, conversations with the media, let's say. Obviously, that is going to come in time, but I feel like right now he may have some difficulty in debates with multiple candidates. One-on-one, -on -one, he's going to be fine. But with multiple people, like the early initial debates, I'm not sure yet. But with all of this, you have to think DeSantis is a presumptive candidate, right? Already announced 2024 Republican candidate, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy was in Iowa and spoke with Newsmax's John Bachman. And I think that there is this anti-American strain now. It's not even the Democrat Party, John. It is an anti-American movement in this country that wishes to reject the ideals that this nation was founded on. I'm in the pro-American movement, but I think that most of the country is still on our side, which is why I'm hopeful. It's not a 50-50 split like between Democrats and Republicans. I think 80% of Americans or more believe in those basic ideals that this nation was founded on. The question is, are we willing to be courageous enough and make the sacrifices to actually fight for those ideals? Right. That is why last night I went to a college campus. That is why yesterday morning I went and debated Don Lemon. We need that courage to actually see that through for our country. That's Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy on John Bachman now. And for more on American ideals, let's go back to yesterday's Common Sense with Wendy Bell. We have a Supreme Court justice who can't define what a woman is. Neither can the Secretary of Education. We have an administration that officially calls women birthing people. School districts who are letting boys use girls' locker rooms and bathrooms. Tampon machines being installed in men's room because men ovulate. That's right. No, they don't. And speaking of tampons, the most popular brand is now using a guy pretending to be a 12-year-old girl as an influencer. And the last time I checked, he, they were eagerly awaiting their first period. Then there's the wacko depopulationist billionaire who's invested in lab-produced bank milk or breast milk, rather. Are we preparing for a shortage of pregnant women? Lesbian athletes who wrap themselves in Title IX to demand equal pay with men, who are now celebrating men who pretend to be really ugly women, and they're dropping real women in athletics. And when a star female athlete gets assaulted on a college campus by those men pretending to be women, the college defends the men. This latest slice of crazy falls at Joe Biden's feet, though. He says he's going to veto the GOP-sponsored bill to protect women's sports because he calls it discriminatory against men. So listen up, Democrats. Hear me now, white college-educated liberal women in the suburbs. This is your mess. You voted for this crap. We blame you. Your party hates you, your mothers, your sisters, your aunts, and your daughters. And you're all too blind to see it. 
Oh, man, that is good stuff from Wendy Bell, host of Common Sense, Sunday afternoons at 3.30 Eastern, right after The Wise Guys with John Tobacco, all part of your great weekend lineup on Newsmax. And if you watch Wise Guys on Sundays, you know women's boxing champ Kara Castronova is part of the team. She weighed in on this as well. Kara, I mean, you've been in there. You were part of the fight, actually, for female boxers to get um, make it an Olympic sport for women. Um, what are your thoughts on men kind of trying to bully their way into women's sports? Well, for me, it's frustrating, John, because I was a female champion and really being a female champion is something that defined me and gave me a lot of confidence in my life. So I would hate to see any women get robbed of the experience of actually being able to say that they're a champion because that experience was taken away from them by a biological male. And like you mentioned earlier, it was actually only 10 years ago in 2012 that women's boxing actually became an Olympic sport. So the fight for women's boxing and women's sports continues to this day. And it seems like nowadays transgender has trumped female and the fight has been for transgender inclusion and not for women. And the traditional word feminist has become almost something that's like a slur word if you say you're a feminist, which I definitely am. She is absolutely correct about that. Boxing champ Kara Castronova, who's also a two-time Golden Gloves champion. So she has spent most of her life fighting, literally fighting for women's sports. And if you've been listening to the Newsmax Daily podcast for the last couple of months since I started or had listened to me on the radio, you've probably heard me say over and over that by far the biggest issue, at least what I think, the biggest crisis in the country created by the Biden administration is without a doubt the border crisis which goes beyond even being a crisis at this point and is expected to only get worse after the trump era title 42 policy comes to an end next month wake up america weekend edition spoke with former acting cpb commissioner mark morgan i'm gonna jump right in with you you know the reports indicate that 40,000 migrants are waiting at the border for title 42 to end on may 11th you know what happens once this is lifted? Yeah, a couple things, Lydia, if I don't mind. I, I'm with you, except for the fact anarchy. It's not going to start when Title 42 okay. ends. Anarchy is already upon Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what I've been trying to say is when t- Title 42 ends, it's going to turn the tidal wave of anarchy tsunami. into a tsunami. Right? It's just going to take a crisis that we already have, and it's already going to make it worse. And, Mike, if I can, I agree with you. It's, it's a lose-lose for Americans and migrants with, with respect to our crisis or border. But here's who's winning, the cartels. Oh, that's a great point. So, when, by the way, when New York City Mayor Eric Adams, when he was campaigning, he's like, we're a sanctuary city, come on in, you know, blah, blah, blah. But take a listen to what he said just the other day. He is now saying migrants are destroying New York City. You know, we, the city is being destroyed by the migrant crisis and none of my folks came to Washington, D.C. to fight for the resources that's going to undermine every agency in our city. So he keeps asking for more money, Mark Morgan, but why isn't he calling out President Biden? He is the commander in chief and he is the one that has been causing this crisis. Yeah, that's exactly right. And let's put this in perspective. So New York, one of the most powerful, richest cities mm-hmm. probably on the face of the planet and they're saying this is unsustainable. Mm. Think about that. And, and what, he, what he doesn't do is he doesn't take responsibility either for being one of the most powerful, influential sanctuary cities in this entire country. 
if he wants to to be a part of the solution, the first thing he should do is outlaw a, a, a policy and a sanctuary program that actually is an, acts as an incentive for the illegal aliens to come to his city. And the last point, Lydia, I couldn't agree more with you. Look, at the end of the day, uh, uh, throwing more money and more resources at this issue is going to just incentivize more illegal immigration and cause our borders to be less secure. It's time to call the administration out for their hypocrisy and the worst border security crisis in our history. Let's stop the bleeding, secure our crisis. That's how we handle this. Wake Up America Weekend Edition with veteran journalist Lydia Serrani and Michael Grimm airs Saturday and Sundays at 7 a.m. Eastern. In other news, those same New York Democrats announced a new bill Sunday to mandate safety standards for lithium-ion batteries, something I've discussed several times concerning the Democrats' big push for electric vehicles. Just this year, lithium-ion battery explosions have caused 63 fires in New York City, killing five people and injuring many more. Last year, they caused 220 fires. And they want to get as many of them as possible into as many garages in America as possible. That's Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, who said many of the batteries are produced in China, as we have discussed, and are unsafe. But will any of them tell the rest of the administration to slow down on the big push for EVs with batteries from China and maybe concentrate on something like the border? And at the start, I talked about President Biden's looming announcement of running for re-election. Well, a new poll shows a majority of Americans don't want either President Biden or President Trump to run for the White House in 2024. The NBC News poll finding 70% of those surveyed, including more than half of all Democrats, believe Biden should not run for a second term, most citing his age as a major factor. As for Trump, 60% of the those polled, including about a third of Republicans, think the former president should not run in 2024 as well. Don't forget, if you are not already watching Newsmax TV for some reason, you can find it on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Spectrum, Xfinity, DirecTV, Dish, and many others, as well as platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Pluto, and more. And make sure you download the Newsmax app on your phone. This way you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime you want. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. Have a terrific rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And in the meantime, keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.